Over 20 years ago, I was injured on the job, which left me with a severe permanent disability. It forced me to discover my true passion and purpose. It wasn't until I started my direct sales business and later became one of the company's gratitude ambassadors that I realized I am a giver, a humanitarian, a cheerleader, and have a deep desire to inspire others. I had no idea it was possible to have a bigger impact until I launched my podcast to inspire others to live their passion, reclaim their purpose, and be open to so many possibilities. I am your host, Candace Snyder, and this is the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities Podcast. Welcome to the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities podcast. Today, I am super excited to introduce my guest, Katarina Rando. Katarina Rando is a woman on a mission. She shows women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and speakers how to build influence, gain instant clients, and scale their businesses with authentic speaking and authentic selling. She is a woman's business mentor extraordinaire, host of the Expand Your Fempire podcast and author of the national bestseller, Learn to Think Differently, now published abroad in 11 languages, including Estonian. Her latest book, The ABCs of Public Speaking, was an instant Kindle bestseller. Katerina hosts live summits and retreats for women in business, including the Expand Your Fempire Summit, the Shiro Speaker Summit, and Bliss Retreat for Women Leaders on a Mission. Katarina is also the founder of the Thriving Women in Business Center in San Francisco, California, a place for women to gather and host workshops and events. Plus, she created Thriving Women in Business Giving, a project that raises money for women and girls, education and entrepreneurship training. Welcome, Katarina. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you. I'm blessing to be with you, Candice. Oh, I love it. So, Katerina, as your bio states, you are a woman on a mission, and I'm thrilled for our topic today, which is going to be philanthropy in your business, because I know that it's something that you're so passionate about, as well as myself, and so I can't wait to dive into that, but I would love for our listeners to get to know who you are a little bit better. So maybe you can give us the short version because I know that we can talk a lot about your journey. Well, let me say this. I'm Italian-American. My grandparents came through Ellis Island. My mother and my father actually met at a fundraiser. My mom was hosting and producing for Boys Town of Italy, which is an organization that supports now youth that don't have parents. And this idea of giving generosity, helping less fortunate, being engaged in your community, it's the household I was raised in. My mother was a school teacher. My dad is a retired engineer. And they were so grateful. They were the first people in their family to go to college. They were grateful to be in America. They were grateful for their good lives. And giving was standard operating procedure in my family. I remember one day the doorbell rang and this 
young girl came to the door and she was selling candy bars for her school. And not only did my mom go to her purse and get some money for some candy bars, she leaned down, she smiled at this little girl. She told her what a, how beautiful she was, what a great job she was doing, how she was making a difference. It wasn't just about, oh, let's give. It was the joy of giving, the bliss of giving that came through in every small and large opportunity to do that. And that's what I feel today and why I want women to embrace philanthropy in their businesses and their lives. Oh, I love that. What a great way to grow up. And I can totally relate because my family was exactly the same way. So tell me, um, how did your love of giving and your learning of giving transpire into your work, your business with um, thriving yeah. women in business? Mm -hmm. Well, years ago, and I, gosh, I don't even know how many years now, many years ago, my girlfriend, Maggie, she was having a birthday, big birthday. And she is an author. She has written several books. And so I went to her afternoon tea party for her birthday. And there was all these amazing women there, many names that I had seen on the books that I had read, but I had not met these women. So I'm there with all the new age literati of, of the area. And Maggie pulls out this newspaper clipping again, back when we pulled out newspaper clippings and she says, Hey, I read this article today and for a hundred dollars, we can take a girl out of servitude and educate her for a year. Now I had come to this tea. I was with these amazing women. I was like, okay, I have this fabulous time. And if I open my wallet just a little bit, I can change somebody's life forever. I'm in. Now, here's the truth, Candace. I didn't even know what servitude was at the time, but I knew I didn't like it. And on that day, my friend Valerie and I, we drove together to Maggie's birthday. And by the time we got home in my driveway, we had started our giving circle. And I, I want to point out, here's the thing. I told my girlfriend what I wanted to do. And rather than say, Katerina, what are you talking about? You got a business. At the time I was married. You don't get time. She didn't do that. She said, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And I'll help. How great is it to have the support of your friends who want to go all in with you? Right. It makes it even that much better. Yeah. And I want to just point out, because I know that dreams are important to you, Candace. Nobody ever has the right to step on our dreams. I remember another time when I said to a girlfriend about something else I wanted to do with philanthropy and she poo-pooed the idea. Now, of course, what I also learned was, okay, Katerina, don't share your brilliant ideas with that person anymore. Find the people that are the encouragers in your life. And, you know, the other thing people often do is they go to their spouse and or their parents or and you know not everyone has the same family dynamic it's important to 
go where you know you're going to get support rather than the lack of support, which some relationships unfortunately possess. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time to figure out where that support comes from. Because a lot of times you'll think that your closest friends and your family are going to be your biggest supporters. And it sometimes turns out to be the complete opposite. Also true. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell me this. um, Why should we embrace philanthropy in our business? Here's what we know. Well, back up. There's lots of reasons, Candace, why we want to embrace philanthropy. But here's one of the reasons. The studies show that when a company or a business or a business owner is engaged in their community, their clients and customers feel better about doing business with them. What does that mean? That means that their clients and customers are going to stick around longer. They are going to be more happy customers. And most likely they're going to be spreading the word for what you're doing. So that's good for your reputation and the word of mouth in the marketplace. We also know that consumers, if they look at two brands or two companies with similar offerings, many people, the majority of people will pick the one that is engaged in engaged in uplifting the community they're involved in or philanthropic activities. That's a couple of reasons. What else? Guess what? Makes you feel good. Okay. Absolutely. And here's the other thing. When you can find a way to infuse giving by also inviting your clients to engage with you, now they feel more aligned and more connected to you as a brand. Let me give you a couple examples. One of my fabulous clients, every year she does a walkathon in her community for, I can't remember what the cause is now. I just remember she does a walkathon every year in her community. She invites her clients to participate on the team walking or they can sponsor. And then after she hosts a big party at her place of business where everybody can come and celebrate the money that they've raised that day. That's an easy way to engage your client base in your giving. Some organizations do drives. They do can drives or coat drives and they say, Hey, everybody, we're having a coat drive and come on down with your coats. And if you can find a way to have a celebration or get together while you're doing that, great. Another thing in our community, what we do is when we have our virtual summits, we host one of our charity partners and we invite everyone to donate on that day or those two days. And then we get to celebrate all the money that we've raised together. And and the and to take it one step further, Candace, it's very important as a business that you look at all the different ways to thank people for their giving so that they will feel good about it and keep giving. 
So this is standard operating procedure in many businesses and everybody wants to have their own philanthropy plan in their business. Makes total sense. So how do you choose which organization or foundation to support? I mean, there's so many. How do we know what, what we're aligned with? It's really important to go with something that is in alignment with your values and also you feel personally connected to. For example, my, my company, Thriving Women in Business, we support girls' education and entrepreneurship training for women around the world. Now, we have a specific criteria also, Candice, which let's save that for the next question, but to pick what types of organizations. Now, if somebody has had a loved one die from breast cancer or one of the ladies in our community lost a father to suicide. So she hosts an annual event every year through her business for suicide prevention and education. If you can have a personal connection to it, it's going to be more meaningful to you. Also, the story behind it is going to be more authentic and, and that is going to help you with being consistent in your efforts. And the idea with your money is not just to, hey, let's give some money. It's to make a difference. And where do you most want to make a difference? Now, you can go where the need is the greatest also, which is why we promote organizations around the world. We support organizations around the world where $50 can change somebody's life. Can some, a woman can start a business with $50. Now, you also can decide, do I want to do something global or do I want to do something in my community, in my neighborhood, in my city, in my state? And these are all things to decide when you're figuring out how you want to embrace philanthropy in your business. Such great tips. Thanks, Katerina. So if um, somebody wants to, like in their heart, they want to contribute in some way, but they're thinking, oh, I'm not earning enough in my business to give back. What would you say to that person? Well, I can say that having been in business many years and having had some years with lots of surplus and having also had a period where um, broke was, was on the way up, <laughs> I can tell you that I never stopped my giving. And let me tell you why. Because the more you give, the more you get. Now, I'm, I know we've all heard this, but here's the thing. Even when you don't have a lot of revenue in the door or surplus in the bank, you want to operate your business with an attitude of generosity, with a value of generosity. This is, this is a, a value, Candice, I've run my business for many, many years. And love is the other value by which I run my business. And what does that mean? That means... There have been many times over the years, somebody's spouse loses their job. 
they can't pay their bill. What am I going to say? I'm going to take them to court. No, I'm going to say my friend, no problem. I'm, I'm here to love and support you. I, I never want to take anybody's money without giving them outstanding service. You say, well, Katarina, you're supposed to be in business. It's all about profit. Actually, not necessarily. Okay. And in fact, I'm not yet a B Corp. That's one of my dreams to be a B Corp. B Corps are all about people, the planet and profit. And when you run your, run your business with love, with generosity, giving is the natural part of that. And so you have to decide, do you want to be a giving person? And if you do, maybe this year you can't give thousands of dollars. Maybe this year you can give a few hundred dollars. And, and remember what we said earlier about using your business as a conduit for giving for your clients. You know, what you can do is simply showcase a charity, give your small contribution and invite everybody else to give their small contribution. And as a result, now you're going to have a lot of impact, even though you personally opened your wallet just a little bit. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's always, you know, sometimes it's not the, the money. Sometimes it's the volunteering of your time. Yes. I do want to speak to this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you can give your time, you can give your money, you can give your resources. For example, if you have a company, you can give, you can give equipment, you can give any materials that you have excess of. Absolutely. You can also give your access, maybe you have access to organizations. For example, somebody said to me the other day, said, Hey, Katerina, I'm working for this city. They've got, they've got some grant money. I think it would be great for you. Bing, bing, bing. Okay. That's, that's giving me access, right? I want to say though, that I do want women to give their money. And in fact, I want them to value their money in a way that has them save their time. Now, there is nothing more valuable and rewarding than watching a girl you've mentored go from shy to flourishing. There is nothing more rewarding than taking your business expertise and supporting a board of directors so that they can raise more money because now they're being more strategic. Yes, bring your expertise. But as women, don't always go, well, let me give my time. Look at giving your money because it's economic power. That's why I'm in business, Candace. I want women to create economic power for themselves, their families, and the causes and communities that they care about. And we have to have, we have, to have financial resource in order to do that, which is why I support women to thrive in their business. And you definitely do that and a great job at it, Katerina. So I know also you've written a book that's called The Women's Giving Circle Guide. Can you share about that? Yes. Yes. So remember I I said about that that, um, birthday with Maggie and my friend Valerie, when we got home, we started a giving circle. And what a giving circle is, is people that get together with the intention of giving on a regular basis to a cause or a, or a charity 
that they care about. And I want to talk about this because a lot of people say, oh, I want to start a nonprofit. Okay, well, that's a lot of work. And maybe what you want to do is find a charity that's already doing the work that you would like to do. And, and they're busy doing the work. You can support them by being a fundraising arm for them. And that's what we did with our giving circle. We identified four charities around the world that were supporting girls' education and entrepreneurship training. And then we would give our money to them every quarter. We would allocate money based on what we'd raised to each of these charities. And the members of our giving circle pledged to give a certain amount a year. Now, our amount was $1,000 a year. It could be 500, it could be 100, it could be whatever you decide. And then you come together on a regular basis to distribute the money. But also, here's what I want to be very clear. You want to have your giving circle create a criteria. Our criteria was that we went with organizations that were too small for the big funding foundations. We went with organizations that we could have a personal relationship with that we could talk to the executive director, that we could we could get a report every quarter. Some of the charities are too big to, to have that type of relationship with our small giving circle. And then the third criteria we had, Candice, which I think is very important, is that none of the organizations we supported had any executive salaries. So all of the all of the organizations were either volunteer run um, or they, well, that was it. They were volunteer run or they had support in the country where people got salaries, but none in the U.S. So, for example, we support the power of love in Zambia and the founder lives in the U.S. And she 100 percent volunteers her time. But then in Zambia, there's a few people that get salaries, people that live in Zambia get salaries to teach and support all of the people that they serve. So that's an important distinction that we made with our giving circle. And that's what I want to encourage everybody to do. Yes, you all want to do some giving, but together you want to create a criteria for how you're going to get one of another friend of mine, her name's Anastasia. You probably know her Anastasia Schuster in our community, she was part of an organization where they would get together every month and they would meet and they would, they would network and connect and have camaraderie. And then they would decide together to give money anonymously to a person or a family in their community. And so, and that was, everyone got, came together. They only, they only did $20 each person. Now I'm saying only, but you know, that's, a few hundred dollars to support someone in need in their community. So you can create all kinds of amazing ways to give and as a result, make a huge difference in lives and communities. I love that. I had so many ideas going through my head of all these different things I want to help, which is awesome. So as a woman in business, a woman entrepreneur, um, how can people find you? Where can where can yeah. they go to find out more about you and your programs? Thank you, Candice. My company is called Thriving Women in Business. 
the best way to connect with us is to go to my website, which is katerinarando.com. C-A-T-E-R-I-N-A-R-A-N-D-O.com. You can also go to twibc.com. And there you can find out more about the organizations that we support. And what we do these days is rather than host um, events specifically for giving, we infuse giving in our bigger events. Whenever I host a summit, we showcase an organization. And if anyone is interested in sales, growing their sales, using speaking to get clients or scaling their business, I would love to talk with them and support them, especially if they operate with generosity, integrity, and love as core values for their business. And for those people listening that might not be able to write all that information down, you'll be able to find all the links to get in touch with Katerina in our show notes. So Katerina, I ask everybody on the podcast what I call the three P's. So my first P question for you is, what is something you're passionate about that people might not know about you? I'm very passionate about travel. I speak Italian. I am passionate about speaking Italian. I don't get to do it enough. I would say speaking Italian over a good plate of pasta with wonderful people is one of my favorite things to do in life. We don't even need wine because I don't really drink. So, but except when I'm in Italy, you know, when you're in Italy, it's a little hard to avoid. Um, I'm, I'm also mostly vegan, but in Italy, you, you, it's impossible to avoid the wine, the cheese and the salami. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that you were mostly vegan. Yes. My dad is 90, by the way, and he's a vegan. And I say mostly because I made the mistake recently, Candace, of ordering liver when I was out with my dad. Oh, my gosh. He came over to my house with with pages of vegan information telling me organ meat is the worst thing you can eat. And, you know, I was all, I, w- I only do it like maybe once or twice a year because it's supposed to be good for you. But apparently not, according to my 90 year old vegan dad. <laughs> he's hey, he's 90. He's doing something right. That's great. OK, so what is your definition of purpose? For me, purpose is the mission that I'm on that I choose to dedicate my life to. And in my case, it's in service of women. I want every woman to know that she matters, that she has massive value to bring, that her voice matters. And I want to guide her and support her to use her life and her voice and her business for good. Katerina, my heart is like, I know nobody can see me because we're on audio, but when you speak to women and I've heard you say you have massive value to bring, it gets me every single time. (laughs) I absolutely love that. Okay. My last P question for you is 
Is there a possibility, a dream or a vision you have that hasn't yet come to fruition? Yes. As you know, Candace, I love to take women on retreats. I love to teach women how to do retreats. I think that it's a great way for women to get together. We do a lot of retreats on cruise ships. One of my, not the big dream I have right now is to host a conference with the first time 100 women, then eventually 300 women, a conference for women on a cruise ship. And the reason why I like a cruise ship, well, from a business perspective, it's good for managing costs, but also because when you're on a ship together, you're all kind of stuck together and you don't have to think about where to go eat or anything like that. You just get to be together and have camaraderie and sisterhood. And I was hoping to actually do it this, uh, this coming year, but we couldn't, the, the ship got changed because there wasn't a conference conference center big enough on the new ship coming out of our port. I will do it though. And hopefully you and some of your listeners will join us because that is my big dream that I look forward to doing in the future. I hope so to be on that retreat as well. Well, Katerina, this has been a fabulous conversation and I know it's going to make people think differently about how they can support the causes they care most about. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and sharing all your wisdom. Candace, it has been my absolute privilege. It's so nice to have the platform to talk about this because, you know, I talk so much about sales and speaking and scaling and strategy. And really it's the giving and watching the giving make a difference that warms my heart more than anything. (laughs) Thank you again for being here. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, please submit a rating and review and share with a friend. This helps us reach more listeners so we can make a bigger impact. From time to time, we share our reviews live on our episode. Your review could be the next one we share. Please head on over to our website, passionpurposeandpossibilities.co to receive a free gift I am waiting for you. And if you heard something today that truly inspired you, I would love to hear about it. You can email me at Candace Snyder at passionpurposeandpossibilities.co. Thank you again for listening.